I want to see people feel better. I work every single day to help people feel better. It is my driving force in life to help people feel better and to help them find their way, to open the door and turn on the light to their path so that they can find their way out of a dysfunctional state, so that they can feel better and be out of pain, so they don't have to walk around and say, oh, I'm just getting older, because that's a story too. You are listening to The Ultimate Biohack for Women, a movement of women who know what they want and go get it. You know the answers lie within. Reach in and grab hold. This is a movement, a movement of women who tune in and turn themselves on. Now you're biohacking the woman's way, integrating the art and science of hacking your biology like a woman. Tap your magic, conjure your yes, Upgrade, elevate, maximize your potential. I'm Dr. Brandy Victory, and this is a movement, a movement that is sure to hack your soul. Hey, hey, beauties. Happy to be here with you. Thank you for being here as well. And uh, I'm curious, have you ever, or are you currently uh, in chronic pain or have experienced chronic pain? This is a really, really big deal. And it's just a timely conversation because I've had so many people just with all these different storylines about pain in their body. And I, and I want to just bring some clarity for you around chronic pain, how you can navigate that or um, why you may be having it as well uh, or someone you know, because there's literally 25 million Americans that are living in chronic pain, 25 million Americans. That's a lot of people, right? And um you know, there's this really cool study out of the Yale School of Medicine. And, and basically, people who go to chiropractors have a 49% less likely uh, opportunity, if you will, to receive an opioid prescription. So essentially, people who are going to chiropractic, and this is not all about chiropractic. However, there's a lot of chiropractic in here because there's a lot of confusion as to what chiropractic is. And literally, if you're going to see a chiropractor regularly, you have a 49% less likely chance to receive an opioid prescription, which means that you're going to have less pain in your body because people get on opioids for pain, right? So I want to just chat a little bit about what chiropractic is. Chiropractic, there's there's so much confusion because there's so many different types of chiropractors. I know I've seen multiple. I've seen a straight, traditional, diversified, which is like they kind of go through the whole spine, they pop or adjust <laughs> everything that's out of alignment, and uh, essentially the idea is that we're removing nervous system interference. So, you know, whenever, essentially, if you think about your, your spine, you have, let's look at the, the thoracic spine, which is in the mid back, you have uh, 12 different thoracic vertebrae, okay, up and down. And inside your spinal column is your spinal cord. So from the top, where your brain is, all the way through the cervical, the neck vertebrae, through the mid-back vertebrae, which is your thoracic vertebrae, all the way down through your lumbar vertebrae. Your spinal cord is in, 
encapsulated in the vertebral column. So it's really, really, really important for your body to create stability for that because that's like your lifeline, right? So this is a really supposed to be a really stable column of bone that has flexibility. This is how we move. This is how we bend forward, bend back, turn. And what happens is we get imbalances in our biomechanics. So the way our body moves becomes imbalanced. Now, you don't know when you have this imbalance. I've had an imbalance in my body I didn't know about for a very long time that I'm working on with a physical therapist right now. And, you know, sometimes we get what's called subluxations when a a vertebrae or a joint gets out of alignment. And essentially, it kind of impinges or uh, interferes with the way the nervous system functions. Because off of the spinal cord, you have all these little vertebrae, all these little nerves that come out off the spinal cord. They come out between every single level of your vertebrae. And then it comes and it goes to all your organs and your muscles and your glands, right? So if you've got a subluxation that's in, if you will, impinging or interfering with a nerve, then in that nerve goes to your muscle, maybe you're weak. I literally am weaker on my left side than I am on my right side in the, in the gym. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's because I'm out of alignment, right? So I get adjusted and then I go, I try to get adjusted before I go to the gym so I can actually have better function in the gym, right? And get more out of my time. So if you have uh, hypermobility, this, this can be a serious problem. So what that means is that your joints move too much. So I tend to be hypermobile in my hips and because I'm very flexible and things like that. Um, I have some hypermobility in my left SI joint, which is um, basically the joint where people say their hips are. There's one on the left and one on the right. It's in the back. It's not actually your hips. Your hips are on the side there. But um, I have hypermobility in my left side and a re- reduced range of motion on my right side. So what happens since I'm kind of locked up on my right side, the left side moves too much. It compensates for my lack of motion on the right. So these little tiny imbalances, they don't hurt us necessarily, not at the beginning anyway. And so what happens is we live with them for some time and we don't get correction and then we begin to get pain. Now this could take days, weeks, months, or even years before you even feel the pain. But what's happened is with this imbalance in the biomechanic, in the biomechanics, you are reducing your body's optimum well-being. So if I've got a subluxation in my thoracic spine that goes to my heart, maybe there's a heart murmur or a leaky valve. If I have a subluxation in the middle of my back that goes to my stomach, maybe I'm not producing enough hydrochloric acid and I can't digest my food. Or maybe it goes to my colon and I get constipation or diarrhea or alternating. Maybe it goes to my brain or not my brain, (laughs) my thyroid and my thyroid doesn't function well, right? And we don't realize it. We think, oh no, my thyroid hormones are off. I can see these on the lab. And so we take medication to improve the function of these organ systems or try to at least suppress a symptom. That's what meds do, right? And in the process of that, we don't even think about the biomechanics of the body as a root cause of the problem. So we go on living like that. And, And over time, what happens is, let's just say I have 
uh, hyper, uh, let's see, let's just say I have a subluxation at T5 in the middle of my back. Let's just say um, those nerves are going to my heart and I get uh, reduced um, blood pressure. Okay. My heart doesn't, doesn't work as hard. Let's just say that. And then, um, so that's at T5. Well, if I've, if I'm stuck at T5, T4 and T6 will become hypermobile. They will overwork just like my SI joint is on the left to compensate for the lack of mobility at T5. Now that overworking can cause us pain it can cause inflammation, and, it, and that's when we start to begin to have things like osteophytes or arthritic tendencies in those areas because it's overworking and overworking. It's kind of the same as people who commonly pop their neck. And that's what they come in, they're like, I always pop my neck. <laughs> and I'm like, don't do that. And let me tell you why. Because as we spoke of earlier, it's so vital that your spine stay aligned and in integrity and stable, it's the most vital thing ever, actually, because if anything happened to your spinal cord, you'd be in trouble, like serious trouble. So when you're in there popping your neck, just think about this. Along the whole spinal column on the outside is this sheath of tendon, and it's kind of like a rubber band around the whole thing that holds it in place. It allows for flexibility, but it keeps it aligned. Now, if you're in there popping your neck, popping your neck, popping your neck, you're stretching that tendon out. So what you're doing is you're creating hypermobility. So that tendon is stretched out, and so now you have hypermobility in the neck. It makes you feel like you need to pop your neck, so you continue to pop your neck, creating more hypermobility. So it's a, a, a seriously just downward spiral. You keep feeding it every time you pop your neck. And what's happening, because your body is so wise, is that it's going to create stability for you. So it begins creating what's called osteophytes. They're little bony growths on the outside of your spine to create stability. So project yourself 20, 30, 40 years down the road, and you've got osteophytes throughout your full cervical spine, you're surely not going to have any range of motion because it's all going to be bony growth that's fused together or, or has been arthritic for so long that these, these bones have basically fused themselves. And now you can't turn your head to the left or right. I know you've seen these people in their 70s and the 80s that they have to turn their whole body to look over their shoulder to drive, right? Or they can't. They're stooped over and they can't stand up at all. So so um, these are the kinds of things it's really important to know about your body. So don't pop your body. <laughs> Let a professional do that. <laughs> Please see a chiropractor to get an adjustment. No one else. All right. And it, adjusting isn't isn't all there is to the whole to the whole conversation. Okay. So you know one of the reasons why we have such confusion around the chiropractic industry is number one the medical model hasn't in the past. It is changing. I will say that. I'm getting more referrals from doctors now than I ever have. But in the past, the medical model hasn't supported us. So, um, you know, if you don't, for my mother's generation and my grandmother's generation, if you, if you wear the white coat, you're God. So whatever God says is truth. And if God doesn't support chiropractic, guess what? You're not worth being heard. So there's that. There's also a lot of different types of chiropractic. You can go to any chiropractor 
There might be four on one street and you go to every single one of those, you're going to get a completely different experience. Okay. And it's because we all have different training. We all have different reasons. We do our work and we all have different experiences that helped us become who we are. And all of that comes into play when we, um, when we have, when we go into practice and when we offer our offering, right? I do my work because it saved my life. Chiropractic per se didn't save my life. I, it was uh, truthfully an accident that I went to chiropractic college. I did not go to chiropractic college to become a chiropractor. I may have told the story already, but essentially I wanted to be a veterinarian and my grades were not good enough to get into vet school. <laughs> I know it's such a crazy story, right? And the lady was like, well, if you had another degree, you could, you'd be a shoe in. And my ex-husband, Eric, he said, hey, why don't you become a chiropractor? And I was like, what's that? I had no idea what a chiropractor was, right? But um, by the grace of God, I showed up in this in this place. And, and, and there was a school right down the street from my house. So I was like, well, I could go to this school for a few years. And then I would have a doctorate. They would for sure let me in to veterinarian school. Like, no doubt about it. So that was my plan. I, I step into this chiropractic college, Texas Chiropractic College. And, I'm, and, the, and the first thing they say on our orientation is the body heals itself. And I had never heard that. It was such an, a, a revelation for me. I was like, what? What? The body heals itself. Yeah, that's right. When we cut our cut our skin, it heals. When we break a bone, maybe it needs to be set, maybe not. It heals, right? The body heals. And there's no one who's been left out. There is an innate intelligence inside your body that heals your body. It created your body, it heals your body. Some people call this God. All right. And so I was just so turned on from that day that I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I'm totally in. Right. So I happened into chiropractic from that lens. And then through my process of learning how to heal my own self and finding the right doctors to help me step through those really difficult times in my life when I was uh, overcoming bipolar manic depression. See, you know, when you, when you talk to most chiropractors, uh, chiropractic, if you're, if you're going straight chiropractic, traditional chiropractic, structural based chiropractic, they're not going to talk to you about overcoming your mindset, overcoming, um, emotional pain, overcoming, um, you know, more and more people are doing nutritional stuff now. And that's what, that's what I'm doing, of course, but, but it's because of my path to get me well. Right. And luckily we're as chiropractors, we're uh, allowed to do those kinds of things. Right. I'm, I'm so excited that I can share my work with people from my lens because it helps me heal. Like I am alive today because of my work. Right. And so every chiropractor has some kind of story like that. Some people it's straight chiropractic. I have a friend, Dr. Allen, he is amazing. As a matter of fact, I get adjusted by him a lot and we adjust completely different. He does a particular technique called Gonstead, which is a very specific technique. And uh, there's a lot of, there's valid, validity to, to that, right? And then I use a diversified technique. There's validity to that. I use a non-force chiropractic technique. There's validity to that. So there's, there's validity to a lot of different types of chiropractic. It's just really about finding your what you align with. Okay. So I had a, a gentleman come see me the other day and he's like, I just want straight chiropractic. I don't want any of this 
touching me. What did he call it? I, I can't remember. He said, some, some chiropractor just put it, their fingers on me and uh, that was supposed to do something. Like he was completely like, that did not work. I don't want anything to have to do with anything to do with that. And I want, give me an adjustment. And I'm like, okay, great. I can do that. Now, and I, 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 he doesn't know my work very well. Obviously he's a brand new patient, right? And, and I'm going to give the patient pretty much what they need. And I'm going to gently nudge them o- t- over time into looking at a bigger picture because it, it just, like I said, it's not just a physical necessarily, it doesn't necessarily a physical problem. Now, my belief is that everything physical has an energetic blueprint. So even if you have a subluxation at T5, there's an energetic blueprint that's holding that, that that's allowing that to be. And so I could go back to what's the emotional component or the energetic component of that vertebrae and, or that energy center, right? This is the heart space. So, whoa, is there some emotionality, some past trauma, some stuff like that around the heart? So it's not all physical, all right? Um, I had a I, I had a lady come in the other day, and she's a straight chiropractic girl. She just likes to get adjusted. She likes it when I traction her neck. You know, that's her favorite thing. And um, she comes in, and she's like, you know, I'm still having trouble, and it seems like everything's on my left side, and I've got this autoimmune disease, and apparently it's it's messing with her tendons, or her ligaments, excuse me, and it's causing her, her toes to curl up and, you know, all these things. And so... Um, I was just like, the doctors are wanting to cut her tendons on her toes and I'm doing everything I can to talk her out of it because it's like, what the heck? Don't cut the tendons on your toes. Let's do something about it, right? So she's been stretching them and she's getting them to open up, but she's still like interested that... Um, everything seems to be on her left side. So her left shoulder, her left upper back, her left low back, her left foot. And uh, a couple, you know, over time, I've been adjusting for for a while. And over time, I've dropped little seeds about, well, hey, that's kind of interesting that the left side of your body represents your feminine. So maybe there's something around that. Well, well, that sparked something in her because when she came in the other day, uh, I I was like, how's it going, Debbie? And she's like, oh, you know what? I'm still having trouble with this left side stuff. I don't understand. It, It feels better after I get an adjustment, but it always comes back. I'm like, you know, would you be open to doing some kind of strange, weird stuff? Because I got, I got some other stuff in my pocket that might be helpful for you. She's like, I'm totally into it. I'm like, okay, great. So I take her through this process where, and she can't even turn her head. She cannot turn her head to the left. It's so stuck. All right. And she had low back pain. She couldn't even bend forward or bend back. And so I'm like, okay, think about this autoimmune disease you have and uh, think about that undercurrent thought that goes on in the back of your mind about how you're just, this is your demise. And of course, she had reactivity to that. I checked her body. You could tell her nervous system was responding in a, in a uh, negative way, in a, in a kind of a hypervigilant way. And so I took her through this process and we cleared that from her nervous system and her energy field. We updated her consciousness so that that thought did not have the same charge or impact on her nervous system. So her nervous system could then relax. So we worked on that. We worked on uh, her believing in herself and her ability to heal. We worked on, um, let's see, there was some other piece to it. 
Oh, I can't remember. But regardless, we did all this stuff like based in the emotions, based in the energetics. And um, when she got off the table, she felt so good. She was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I feel so light. I feel so light. That's all she could say. And it's just such a joy for me to share this work with people who are not expecting it or not used to it, right? Because they're like, what? This is really weird stuff. And I tell them up front, it's going to kind of be weird. But the thing is, the problem is not physical. And that's why I told her, I like, well, how's your neck? How's your low back? She's like, it's gone. And I'm like, awesome. There you go. Your problem's not a physical problem. And she just gave me this really big hug. And I felt so honored to be able to share that with her, you know? And so I'm just sharing that with you because it's not always physical. You may have pain, but it's not always physical. And it's so, so important to address all of your parts. Okay. I had uh, another young lady that I was working with. She's a long distance patient. Uh, She's in Pennsylvania. And um, she has been getting regular chiropractic care, but she had some upper back pain. I always check in, how's your body? And uh, her upper back pain was more on her left, I think. Yeah, it was on her left. And it was kind of in the upper chest area in the back, like behind the shoulder blade. And she says she gets chiropractic care and it feels a little better, but it always comes back. So with her, I'm employing uh, some energetic uh, healing work, shamanistic healing, kind of looking at the energetics of what's going on for her, listening to my guides and uh, seeing what they show me so I can help guide her through a process to help her release it. So uh, the first picture I got was her uh, struggling. Her She was struggling with a man and this man... Um, Let's just say he did bad things to her, okay? And so I asked her if that was real for her. And she's like, yeah, when I was a kid, I got raped. And I was like, oh, interesting. And when you when you think of that, do you feel a charge in your body? Yes, where? And so I took her through this process where we cleared out the charge and went back and did healing on the past. Because whenever we have an experience in the past, we have had an experience that was traumatic, it gets lodged in our nervous system. It gets lodged in our subconscious. And our subconscious doesn't forget anything. It just remembers everything. And so the subconscious uses your past memories, experiences, and belief systems to run your body. And so if you've had a traumatic experience like being raped or sexual abuse, you're wearing those colored, those rose colored glasses, those sexual abuse or rape colored glasses, and you're always on some level, and it may not be conscious, but on some level, you are always watching out for it to happen again. And you're going to maybe protect yourself a different way. You maybe are going to gain a bunch of weight and can't lose it, but don't understand why. You're maybe going to have fear of being alone. You're going to feel like you need to search out a partner. But really, all of that is related to this past emotional trauma that's running your life. It's running how you think. It's running how you feel. It's running how you act. All right. And so when you can clear that stuff out, you can let it go for good. Your whole life can change. You don't have to be uh, feeling like you need, you can't live by yourself. You're not going to have to feel like um, you need, you know, safety. You're not going to feel like you're not going to have the experience of not being able to lose weight because those things happen because we're protecting ourselves often. Okay. Not always often. Um, yeah. So again, just recognize 
that it isn't all physical. When I got finished working with uh, Mary, the lady that felt like she had a, I asked her what it felt like. And she said it felt like she had a hole in her heart. Can you hear Sam? She's saying hi to us. Oh, meow. <laughs> oh, meow. This must be important stuff. So um, here we are. Yeah. So when we got done with that work, um, you know, I asked her how her upper back was and her pain was gone. So again, it's not always a physical problem, right? So we can have lots of things that are going on. It's a very complex, humans are complex. And I, I certainly don't feel like I even have it close to being figured out, but I do know a few things. And these few things have helped me tremendously and my patients tremendous, tremendously. And I think it's really, really important to be aware that you have the power to change and heal yourself. You absolutely do. Now, I believe that we need each other to help us through these processes. This is why we have therapists. This is why we go to people for different kinds of massage and chiropractic and acupuncture and all these things. Um, I think we need help. I mean, I certainly need help. I get all the self-care from other practitioners that I can possibly get. I'm working with a PT. I get chiropractic every week. I'm working with an acupuncture twice a week. Uh, I'm doing, uh, I've got a, a a business coach who's also doing shamanistic healing work. Um, I mean, I'm getting it all, baby, because I want to move out of the stuckness as much as possible, as quickly as possible, so I can get on with why I'm here and be more purposeful in my life, right? And so, does that have anything to do with chiropractic? Yeah, absolutely, because chiropractic is a very broad way of looking at the world, of, of treating people, right? And, and, you know, when you begin to open your mind to all this, I mean, I, literally, I work with police officers. I work with nurses and MDs. I work with dentists and vets. I work with a lot of people who are in the operating room, the nurses and the staff in there. Uh, you know, and, and all these people are like waking up. It's so beautiful because those are kind of typically, as a general rule, kind of more closed-minded uh, people who work in those industries. And you know what? They're, they're all waking up. And, and I believe we're all waking up. It's not just them, but we're all waking up. And so it's really important to keep an open mind because I know some of this conversation that I've had with you, uh, some, of the, some of the people that listen into this are just like, whatever, <laughs> because it doesn't necessarily make sense to our conscious mind that a pain in our back isn't a physical problem. Like it's hard to wrap our mind around that. So, um, so I'm just, it's an invitation. Just open your mind. And, and as you do, as you begin to op open your mind, if you're living with chronic pain, you are going to start to invite in the people that can help you. All right. You're going to start to find that you're, you can see them in your reality. So whenever we have a closed mind and we think all problems are physical, we're going to go to people who can help us on a physical level. And that's all we're going to ever be open to. And that's all that's ever going to float into our life because we're not going to allow anything else, right? But when we start to realize that things are much bigger than our physical body, then the people who can help you take your next step will float right into your life. You'll, be, you'll hear your inner voice, your inner wisdom say, oh, I should call that person. Oh, I should work with that person. Or your best friend will say, oh, I just started working with this new person who's helped me with, and you're going to go, I should go see them, right? And that's how you know, because your inner wisdom says yes. And that's how you know that it's not just physical, because your inner wisdom is not physical, but you trust it, and you follow it, and you listen to it, and you go, and you make sure that you're in alignment with that voice, because that voice is telling you 
what truth. It's telling you what's real, what's true for you, and how to get you to your next step, okay? So you have lots of options. You have so many options. You just have to choose to do something. Please do something, Please, I'm begging you right now, if you're not already working with some sort of practitioner to help you move forward in your energetic body, in your emotional body, in your physical body, just do. Make a plan to do that. Open yourself to that, okay? I, I, I get really disturbed because there's a lot of people who, it's, in, it's, some, it's often, often men, sorry men, but it's true, often men who want straight chiropractic. They don't want any anything else. And they have this storyline that goes on that says, oh, I'm just getting older. Yeah, I'm, I'm a truck driver, so my body is broken, essentially. Or, oh, yeah, I've played sports all my life, so my body is broken, and I can't get it back. Um, or, I mean, it's like horrendous to hear this because what they're doing is they're shutting themselves down from possibility of healing. Okay. Now I'm not going to say if you're 60 years old and you've been dealing with a, you know, chronic low back pain since you were 10, that you're going to heal it. I don't know. I don't know why you can't if everything is energy and we all have the ability to heal. But it's definitely going to take a longer time. Well, I can't say definitely. That's a belief. Wow, look at that. It seems to, in my reality, take a longer time for people who are older. And people who are younger get, get better faster. And I, and I think part of it is their bodies heal faster because they're younger. Yes, they're regenerating faster. But a part, a part of it is surely the fact that they have a, a more open mind. I work with uh, kids on energetic level, and they just receive and soak up my work so quickly, whereas is adults. I have to, I was about to say humans, as humans, <laughs> adult humans, <laughs> I have to really have a conscious conversation with them to help them understand this possibility where children just already know. All right. So get back to your childlike nature and get someone to help you. I actually, um, man, I had this conversation with my mom the other day and she, two weeks in a row, she's been sick. Like the first week, a couple of weeks ago, she was like, Oh, I got this belly bug. And then last uh, couple of days ago, she was like, yeah, I've got, I've got, I'm sick. I'm getting a cold. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, mom. And she's like, yeah, well, you know where I hang out. So essentially telling me she hangs out at the nursing home with my grandmother, right? She's telling me every, she's at risk because she's at the nursing home. So I say to her, well, you might want to support your immune system because if you're going to put yourself at risk, why don't you support yourself so you don't get sick? Like that would make sense, right? And she proceeds to say to me, the only thing I feel like doing is uh, resting my butt on this chair. And I was just like, okay, that's your choice. And it's really difficult when it's our family, right? I want to see my mom take care of herself and she doesn't want to in the way that I feel like she should. And it's not my business and it's really difficult. So, um, so I saw that I talked to my mom and then literally went into the grocery store after that. And I'm checking out and I, on my way out, I walk by the bread aisle and there's this lady there and she's, gosh, I don't know, upwards of six feet tall and maybe 230, 240 pounds. Now she's a big woman, but she's a little bit overweight, but she's like walking with a limp, like shuffling her feet so slowly, like one step, next step, 
Next step. That's about as fast as she can walk, and each foot's only moving an inch at a time. And then she reaches up to get the bread, and she's shaking, and she drops it into her basket. And I'm, I'm she's kind of like, <laughs> she can't really breathe very well. And, and I'm looking at her, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, lady, why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you allowing this to be okay? Why is it okay for you to treat your own body in a way that isn't healthy, that isn't nourishing? I mean, she's putting white bread in her basket, okay? That's the most inflammatory, one of the most inflammatory foods on the planet. So don't do that. And, you know, take a look around. And, and I, trust me, I'm still working on this stuff myself, you know? At the same time, I was like holding in my hand a little, a little lint truffle. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, here I am having all these feelings about my mom and this lady and, now, and I want to eat a truffle. I, I looked at the ingredients and it did have cane sugar, but at least it was cane sugar. It's not processed sugar, right? That was my, that was my thinking and buying it. But I was like, where do you draw the line? I don't even know. It's such a confusing thing. And, and I don't, I don't want to walk around with, um, you know, judgment of other people like my mother. Like it's her choice. Uh, it's just, I want to see people feel better. I work every single day to help people feel better. It is my driving force in life to help people feel better and to help them find their way to open the door and turn on the light to their path so that they can find their way out of a dysfunctional state so that they can feel better and be out of pain. So they don't have to walk around around and say, oh, I'm just getting older because that's a story too. That's a story too. Oh my goodness. Thank you for letting me, let me share my feelings on all of that. Um, but know that you have options. You know, there's beyond chiropractic. You have massage therapy. You have acupuncture. You you have Reiki, you have energy healers, you have Kundalini and different yoga practices and breath work. There's laser treatments, there's spiritual healing, there's um, nutritional healing. Like there's so many different ways to go about supporting your body. I'd recommend picking more than one. One way is not the only way. If anyone ever tells you that, run fast, right? Run fast. There's not just one path to healing. We are multidimensional beings and often it takes, if not always, in my opinion, it takes addressing all the different dimensionalities of ourself to have full healing happen. So um, yeah, if you want to have a deeper conversation with me, I'd love to have that. Uh, I am, you know, don't, definitely here for you. You know where my heart is. I'm very excited to also say that the Own Your Glow group coaching program is on its way. We're going to start that in January. It's going to be a real easy way for people to start uh, tapping into their own wisdom and being guided in that. Uh, it's a it's an eight-week process. Uh, the first couple of weeks, we basically aligned your heart, mind, and vision so you can know exactly where you're going and what it looks like to attain that truth within yourself. Uh, weeks three and four, we're going to guide you through releasing past wounds, traumas, and subconscious baggage that's kept you stuck in shame, self-doubt, fear, and disbelief. Those are good ones to let go of. The next couple of weeks, we'll give you embodiment practices so you can integrate your highest self, recognize your true beauty, honor your feminine, and live a juiced up life because that's what we all want, right? And then in the last couple of weeks, we're going to lead you into creation and sustainability. There's no turning back by this time, okay? So by stage four, you're going to have already realized that you're a new being. You're going to start seeing life through a new lens and owning your glow like never before. So ladies, I can't wait to hear from you. I can't wait to have you in and join our group. Uh, if you'd like to do that, you can just go to my website, Dr. Brandy Victory forward slash 
own your glow and it's own dash your dash glow. And uh, you can apply there and uh, let's see if it's a good fit. All right. Much love to you. I hope you feel good. I hope you are pain free and I hope that you nourish yourself to the best of your ability. Thank you for listening to the ultimate biohack for women. If you'd like to dive deeper with our tribe, join us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you'd like to help grow our tribe, share this episode with your friends. Let's bring this light to our community so that other women can know their true power and we can create a tribe together worth being in. This podcast is for information purposes only. Dr. Brandy Victory is not a medical doctor. And the views and statements expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Dr. Brandy Victory and the producers, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.